Welcome back to the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patra. It is Christmas morning as I record this, so I'm going to try to motor through this slate, get you guys back to your family and your loved ones, your friends, wherever you may be enjoying the day. Uh, if it's a regular day for you, hopefully you get to enjoy it with all this basketball on. So uh, a lot going on. This podcast will get out there a little late, unfortunately. So uh, again, I'm going to try to speed through this, but by the time you listen to this, you might not have uh, the opportunity to hear the news on the first game of the day, which is the Atlanta Hawks and the New York Knicks. So before we jump into anything, quick shout out to Thrive Fantasy, guys. Head over to Thrive Fantasy, prop up with us over there. It is the number one prop bet site for daily fantasy sports and esports. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. So choose 10 of available of 20 available prop bets. Build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points, and win your share of the prize pool. Thrive has over 50,000 guaranteed prizes weekly for the NBA and has awarded over $6 million. Use the promo code ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S, when you sign up, and you receive a 100% instant first deposit match on up to $100. So download Thrive Fantasy in the App Store or Play Store, or by visiting their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. So, we'll jump right into things. First game of the night we have. Well, of the day, Atlanta Hawks traveling to New York, Madison Square Garden, taking on the Knicks for the Hawks. Clint Capella has been ruled in. He is expected to play coming out of the protocol. Sharif Cooper, Danilo Gallinari, Solomon Hill, Kevin Werder, DeAndre Hunter, Wesa Wundu, Timothy Luau Cabro, Onyeka Okungwu, and Lou Williams all ruled out. Trey Young in that group as well. DeLon Wright, Cam Reddish are both probable for the Knicks. Daniel House Jr. is available after the signing. Kevin Knox. Has been ruled out of the protocols. We have to wait and see if he will be able to play. Miles McBride still out. Nerlens Noel, Derek Rose, and Luka Samanich all are ruled out. As far as a game line, this one is looking like it has one of the lower ones of the day, but still should be enticing at 219.5 with New York being favored by 1.5 points. Looking at this Hawks team, there's a lot, a lot to like. With Trey Young still ruled out, obviously the usage gets spread around. Two guys I'm really looking at would probably be Bogdan Bogdanovich at 4,700. Shot attempts continue to be there. He played his first game, uh, two games back in the back-to-back, but managed to play 28 minutes in that last one. So the minutes are getting increased, only 4,700. Uh, really struggled from the field, was basically 0 of 13 going into the fourth quarter, and then managed to knock down four shots in 10 points total in that fourth quarter, finished 15, 5, and 10. So absolutely have interest in Bogdanovich. I think we could take advantage of some of the value that we have with Skylar Mays as well. He drew the start of the last one. We'll have to see if he ends up getting another one. Uh, they could mix and match with Cam Reddish, DeLon Wright. we got to uh, you know, monitor that news. We should have the availability as you guys you know, hear this. But uh, ended up playing 33 minutes, put up 14 and 11. I'm not expecting another 11 rebounds out of him. It would be nice if we get that. But at 3,400, I think he makes for an enticing value play. I will be a little less on Cam Reddish and DeLon Wright as most. They are both in play. Probably won't end up with too many shares of Clint Capello. There's some other centers I like on this slate. And I think John Collins is always in play. Uh, so you can definitely look that way at 7,800. A decent mid-tier option. On to the Knicks side of the ball. Very simple for me here. Kemba Walker, 6,100. He's drawing another start. He is absolutely in play. Dude's been scorching hot. The only merit to fading him right now is if you're playing a multi-entry GPP and you're trying to take advantage of the ownership and just shy away from it, which I totally understand. Won't be playing much Randall on this site. Wouldn't fault you if you wanted to, though. And I think the other option that I want to keep an eye on would be Evan Fournier at 5,500. 
merely a pivot. Next game, 2.30 Eastern Standard Time. Boston Celtics traveling to Milwaukee, taking on the Bucks. 2.32.5 game total. Milwaukee favored by six. This is the second highest game total of the night. So there's going to be some fantasy goodness in here. As far as the injury report goes, Bruno Fernando, Inez Freedom, Sam Hauser, all ruled out. Juancho Hernan Gomez, Al Horford are questionable. Both of them out of the health and safety protocols. Uh, but we still have to wait and see. Justin Jackson, C.J. Miles, Aaron Naismith, Josh Richardson all rolled out. Marcus Smart is questionable. Grant Williams is out. And then for the Bucks, we have Dante DiVincenzo out of the health and safety protocol. Still questionable. Looks like he's going to suit up. And then Brooke Lopez has been rolled out. Everybody else is good to go. So for this Boston team, not a whole lot to like here. Now, if Al Horford gets ruled out, I think Robert Williams is most certainly in play. Becomes one of the better centers available on the board at 5,800. And then if we see that there is no Marcus Smart, obviously, I think that gives a big bump to Dennis Schroeder and Peyton Pritchard. I think we'd take a look at both those guys. Otherwise, I'm not playing anybody really in this game or on this side of the game. Uh, just a lot of options, a lot of studs out there. I'd rather spend up on over Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. On the Milwaukee side of the ball, I think Giannis is most certainly in play. Report came out that he had a very strong practice on Friday. Obviously, there's a little concern with him being in the protocols for 10 days and him being this being his first game coming out. Minutes could be limited slightly, and there's always that concern. The strong practice has been in there, uh, hasn't been there as a GPP play. There's probably better cash game guys you can look at if you're spending up, but most certainly in play in GPPs. Bobby Portis also out of the protocols, but I'm not paying 8,500 for him in his first game back. And then I think I'm, I'm shy away from Middleton and Holiday with Giannis back in that lineup. Also takes Nawara out of the picture for us as well, so not a whole lot to like in this game, although it should be a good one to watch. Next game, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Golden State Warriors traveling to Phoenix, taking on the Suns. This game is coming in at the moment at 228.5 game total. Phoenix being favored by 3.5 points for the injury report. Golden State, Andre Iguodala is questionable. Damian Lee, Moses Moody, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and James Wiseman all ruled out. And for the Suns, they are good to go outside of the regular injuries of Frank Kaminsky and Dario Saric. Start off with Golden State here. Some decent value we have to take advantage of here. I think Otto Porter Jr. at 3,900 through the start. Played good minutes in that last one. Looked great. Uh, he's probably one of my favorite value plays on this slate. And then I think Gary Payton, the second, 4,300. He got point guard and shooting guard eligibility. He also started in that last game, which very notable. Dude's been an absolute stud on defense all season. He's not going to pile on much of the ancillary stats with rebounding and assist. Uh, took 16 shot attempts, which I think is a little abnormal for him. I don't expect 16 shot attempts to come like that every game. So he's in play at 4,300. I think he'll draw some uh, some fair ownership, but absolutely in play as well. Uh, outside of those two guys, I think, you know, if you want to play Steph Curry, I'll never talk you off that ledge. It's just not the best matchup. We saw him get struggle against Phoenix uh, two times already this season. So I think I will probably lean elsewhere when it comes to my spend up. And then I think Draymond at 7,300 is a fine option. He's averaging 40 DK points against his team this season in two games. Excuse me. In two games, I got the coffee burps going on. But uh, again, I don't find myself landing in that mid-tier range all too, too much. But he's certainly an option for us. I, I do like him in this matchup. On the Phoenix side of the ball, it's only DeAndre Ayton for me. He's the only guy I'm really looking at center. If you're not spending down, you probably have to spend up or even you can, you know, you can slot Giannis in there. Uh, but he's rolling at over the past you know, four out of the five games. He has at least 40 DK points. He's averaging 42 against this team in two games so far this season with a 22 or a 23.9 rebound average against him. So I'm all for looking at DeAndre and I like him in this matchup. 
Otherwise, I'm not really going anywhere else. On to the next game. Brooklyn Nets traveling to L.A., taking on the Lakers. This game has the highest game total of the night, 235.5. Lakers favored by 1.5 points at the moment. LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, David Duke Jr., Kevin Durant, Kessler Edwards, Joe Harris, Kyrie Irving, Deron Sharp, and Cam Thomas all rolled out. And for the Lakers, Trevor Ariza, Kent Bazemore, Avery Bradley, Anthony Davis, Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, Austin Reeves all ruled out. LeBron James is probable. Lots to like in this game. Looking at this Brooklyn team, I think James Harden absolutely in play at 10-7. Uh, he's going to have to get a lot of burn here, even though he's just coming out of the protocols. Going against this Laker team, he is the only one that is going to be shooting on this team. Obviously, there's going to be some other shot attempts, but no Kevin Durant. We know his usage is going to be sky high. Now, where the value is coming from, uh, I think there's some decent value options that we could look at here between you know DeAndre Bembry at 39 between James Johnson at 37, I think one of those two guys are most certainly in play. You could even look at a guy like Javon Carter, but I'd rather not. I don't trust him. But I think looking at Bembry, looking at Johnson, one of these guys is probably going to get some decent run in the mid-20s. And I would lean more Johnson with Kevin Durant out. We've seen him fill in. But we just don't know what the minutes are going to be like for these guys coming out of the protocol. So there's always some risk associated with them. Uh, you can even lump Bruce, uh, Bruce Brown in there if you'd like as well. But there's there's little risk you know involved with all these guys. So I'm leading more Johnson at the moment. Uh, don't think I'll end up with too much Patty Mills. Just not the way that my builds are working. I think I like some other guys over him. Give me Kemba over him. Uh, and then Blake Griffin at 56 is in play. It's just decent floor, decent ceiling. We're not really getting a discount on him at 5600. I'll probably end up leaning elsewhere over Blake. On the Lakers side of the ball, it's very simple. LeBron James, one of my top studs of the night. Uh, 10-8, absolutely in play. I prefer him over a lot of these other studs that we've talked about. And I'm just not all that interested in too much more on this Laker team. If you want to play Westbrook at 10K, it's actually a pretty comfortable price tag for him. Don't mind that, but I just don't see myself going there. Rather find 800 for LeBron James. Uh, and then I think you could look at guys like Melo. You know, Christmas Day games, he tends to play a little bit better than most. So, sure, why not? But again, don't see myself going to too much. Final game, Dallas taking on Utah. 10.30 Eastern Standard Time game. Coming in at a game total of 226.5. Utah being favored by 4.5 points for the Mavericks. Reggie Bullock, Trey Burke, Willie Cauley-Stein, Luka Doncic, Josh Green, Tim Hardaway Jr., Maxi Kleber. Uh, Chris uh, are all ruled out. And then Kristaps Porzingis is questionable. Jazz are fully healthy and good to go. Do not like much at all for the Mavs here. Uh, this is a rough spot for them. You know, you could take your shots where you please, but I just don't see myself doing it too much. The one guy I could look at would be Frank Nidicolina at 3,400. He's a decent value play. He played 38 minutes in that last one. It's going to be a really, really tough matchup for him, though. But if he's playing big minutes like that, you could certainly consider him at 3,400. Not playing Brunson, not playing Porzingis. On to the Utah side of the ball. It's probably just going to be Rudy Gobert for me here. Again, there's a lot of centers that you could look at. But you're probably spending up on them. If you don't, have, if you have the money to spend over eight, and I think Rudy's in a fantastic spot going against this Dallas team that's been struggling against big for the better half of about two seasons. I don't think I'll be playing too much Mitchell at 96. I think Conley makes for a pivot off of Kemba, but it's a risky one. I still prefer Kemba over him. Uh, but outside of that pivot move, that's it, and that's all I'm really looking at. So I try to give the quickest rundown I possibly could. That way, this can hopefully get out there as soon as we could for you guys. Uh, only a 12-minute podcast, so. There you go. Lots of value. I think playing two studs is certainly an option and probably the route I will end up taking in this game. Now on to the favorite plays of the day. Spend up is LeBron James. My secondary spend up would be James Harden. My mid-tier plays 
Uh, looking at a couple of these guys, it would probably be, ooh, I was going to say DeAndre Ayton, but he is $100 out of that. Uh, so we can't say him. It's got to be less than 8K according to the rules. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. Actually, I think I did make these rules a while back. So Kemba Walker, 61, though, is a fantastic option. If we see that there is no Al Horford playing, then Robert Williams would be my secondary option at 58. But obviously, we need to know what's going on with that news. So keep an eye on that. But those would be my two mid-tiers. And then for value, we have a whole lot of it. I'll go with Otto Porter Jr., uh, and then I will leave with Bogdan Bogdanovich at 47. Both those guys less than 5K. I absolutely like both those plays. You can lump it into Kalina. You can lump in Skylar Mays. And then you can also lump in that Brooklyn value that we're not going to exactly know about. So it's a little bit riskier with that. But that is all we have for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy the good food that you will probably be eating and spending some time with the friends and family. And enjoy a fully packed day of basketball. Really looking forward to it, guys. As always, we will be back tomorrow. Santino will be taking over. He'll be handling that wonderful Sunday for you guys. Take care. Have a good one. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.